Three people, yeah. All right, guys. All right, all right. All right, guys. Welcome to our last show, episode six. Our last sponsored by nobody. Nobody. All right, nobody. We need some sponsors, man. Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) All right, guys. Nobody, um, yet. nobody yet. Coming soon. Coming <laughs> soon. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. All right, guys. Yeah, it's been a while. So last show we were at Afro Omaha Festival, and uh, it was actually the first year to put the show together. It was actually a great turnout, great event. We had a lot of people, you know, out. Uh, mm-hmm. We had foreign season table, and we actually sold a lot of merch with our Blue Apparel. Yes. Let's not talk to them if you guys got anything to Yeah, know, man, we just want to thank everybody that came out to Afro Maha. It was such a great event. It was a big success. We had a bunch of vendors that came out to show love. And we had people, you know, playing African music. Right. And it was like a good cultural event. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody from different cultures getting together. Showcase, you know, what Africa is all about. Our, you know, culture, explaining our diversity and also... Overall, it was pretty good, good turnout. So, hopefully, next one is just as big as this one. Yeah. Patrick, anything to add on that? Yeah, I mean, I just want to say if you want to go back and watch some videos or just pictures, you can go to afomaha.com. They have a lot of albums that you out there. You can watch it. Um, you can watch videos and pictures. It was it was beautiful. I mean, you know, I feel like Omaha needed it. Nebraska needed it. Uh, sometimes we talk about Africa. We talk about the culture. We talk about you know how we do things different. But what does that really mean? Uh, so it was a it was a good festival. It was a good way to showcase our culture, uh, the people, uh, the diversity, and um, you know. Thank Nebraska because they they embraced they embraced it they loved it so next year will be even better. Shout out to Jubel and the whole team for putting it together. Yep, yeah. yes, sir. All right, guys. So today, topic wise, we're gonna talk about the impact of uh, Afro Omaha like festivals like the African Festival. We're gonna talk about the impact it has and how it could unify us to move forward to make you know a better Africa. Yes. We also are gonna talk about hosting events like this back home mm. to talk about diversity and unifying us because you know we always talk about becoming one continent working together as one africa moving forward so how can we achieve that together and move forward as one and then the last topic we'll cover is parental pressure mm. parental pressure <laughs> which is a very very big topic and that's a big topic, and, uh, a big know, topic it's yeah. a big topic you know and here and then back home what do you guys think, man? Papi, hey, that's a good you guys agenda. Got anything, you guys got anything to that's add? That's a good agenda. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. I like it. I like it. Let's get it. Let's get it. All right, guys. So events like Afro Omaha, you know, festivals like that, I truly believe events like that can help us unify, you know, unify the diaspora, mm. you know, and bring, you know, people, bring awareness, Yes. you know what I'm saying, to African culture, you know, bring awareness. So the diaspora is a little bit unified. You know, and we're working toward a common goal, right? So yeah. how can we come together and maybe start working on project, you know, and small things like that to achieve goals back home? Not just, okay, we're doing a festival, let's party, let's do this. How can we say, okay, we're going to do a festival? So part of the festival will be, all right, guys, let's discuss something that we can come up together with and work on to make a better Africa. Mm-hmm. You know, do you guys have any you know, suggestions, anything like that? 
<laughs> I mean, I think I'm you guys are shocked. I mean, that, that's that's a huge topic. Yeah, that's a huge question. Just like you know, uh, I just had a couple of things to add to that. Uh, I think uh, living here in uh, America, it is so easy for us to kind of come up with uh, those kind of show. Mm-hmm. But I, because everything here is kind of like, because we live in a foreign country, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And we're kind of forced to do those kind of cultural events, those kind of like. Uh, to showcase Africa, you know, Africa, what I mean? yeah. And but living back home, you know, it might be hard because first, like, not everybody have time. Uh, can be like get together to do anything like that. Like, mm-hmm. we don't have the means to come up with uh, those kind of stuff. But I, I think it is happening, though. It is happening also in Africa. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah like you, like you say, like the big things back home is going to be sponsorship. Yeah. Like, who is going to sponsor an event, an, an event like that when you're going to have, like, people that come together and, like, mm-hmm. showcase, like, the, yeah. you know, whatever, like, travel, dance, or whatever they yeah. have coming. Yeah. But here in the U.S., like, you've come up with a, an idea, you know, you go to the sponsor. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's like some somebody's out there is going to help you, like, exactly. no matter what. Exactly. It's not back in Africa when you just be like, okay, you're doing this. People are going to be like, why do you need to do that? Yeah. Why? What, what are you trying to do? Yeah. So, exactly. like, it's always, like, always those questions, like, why you want to do yeah. this? Why you want to do that? Yeah. But here, like, everybody's curious. Yeah. Oh, I want to do something about, like, African culture. And then, like, big companies like, okay, he has, like, you know, $500. There's, like, $100 or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So that's going to help you, you know? Yeah. So I feel like there's a way that we can change that narrative, though. How can we make big companies or just people that have money sponsor. We need, to, we need to make sure that it's a priority. Mm-hmm. Go back home in Africa, it's not a priority. Not. I mean, we're talking about diversity. We're talking about, the, I mean, let's be honest. It's not a priority, right? Yeah, you're right. Um, so, so, but everybody likes to have fun. Africans yeah. like to have fun. Yeah. Um, and they love to showcase their culture and yeah. talent and everything. So I think we just have to, I don't know, I don't have a, secret sauce or anything but there has to be a way that we make it a priority once we make it a priority i'm sure we can easily find sponsors and i'm sure they can make it like annual yeah, um, sure. they probably have events and festivals yeah, yeah, they, sure. do. Yeah, sure. it's they don't promote it yeah. like they don't promote it enough so people be like okay yeah something's going on here because yeah. like how how you know exactly like here is all over social media it's all over instagram yeah. it's all over facebook mm-hmm. whatever like twitter they even have their own website right so no, no, no. Papi got a good point because even yeah. I think it was over the weekend they did a, was it, I think it's Togo Cultural Link up or something like yeah. that in New York. Oh, right? yeah, New York, yeah. In New York, yeah. So um, events like that bring people together, right? Bring people together. So where I want to go with this is we come together, but is there more two way? You know, can we come together like this? And come up with an idea be like all right guys we can start a foundation and focus on building a hospital mm. you see what i'm saying instead of just That's okay big. we're doing a festival we're doing this yeah. why don't we do a you know link up like that and say all right guys we have this idea why don't we all donate start donating blah blah, blah and focus on building a hospital yeah. building recreation center uh, small projects like that that's kind of where i want like to us living here in- yeah, you know, when, when they're doing, to, uh, you know, cultural link of festivals, things like that, yeah. you know, instead of us, instead of just us bringing, you know, trying to showcase our culture and things like yeah. that, why don't we do more than just showcasing the culture? Why don't we actually 
come together yeah. and work toward a better Africa. I mean, the thing, the thing about stuff like that, they, it comes down to money and trust, you know. Yeah. And us as African, I don't know if we have that <laughs> trust, like toward one another. You know what I mean? That's that's our biggest right. issue when it comes to stuff like that. But I've seen it done in other countries, like in uh, Senegal, for instance. I think there are some people doing it right. um, in the villages, the yeah, yeah. village. So. I think it is doable. It's just about like finding the right uh, people yeah. uh, to come up. I can actually. Uh, so yeah. one way to actually get that done, maybe if like let's say all those non-profit organizations that have a goal, they submit like their project, mm -hmm. whatever they're working on. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And then once we have a festival like this, like all the vendors, maybe I don't know five or ten percent of the proceed yeah. will go to whatever organization we choose that will be helping. Like, let's say Afro Maha is, uh, is going to sponsor the Global Hope. Oh, I forgot the name of the organization yeah. that's building a hospital in mm -hmm. Togo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I forgot the name. With Ian? Yeah, okay, with Ian. Okay, yeah. So let's say, okay, Afro Maha is going to sponsor Global Hope this year. So whatever vendors, everybody that come to the show, whatever proceeds we make, 5% of that or 10% of that, go to that company mm -hmm. that nonprofit and then they'll be able to build a hospital then we don't have that problem of trust mm -hmm. with any money you know what i mean mm -hmm. so whatever organization show off or showcase whatever they're working on then we'll mm -hmm. get that funded towards yeah, okay. that you know what i mean that's one approach yeah. how to get yeah. that another one is fixed. um once one thing i have you know is a lot of people don't like donating you know it's like you know the way yeah. money works the, mo the way money is it's like you have it, instead of using it toward a good cause, like a tiny portion of it, people won't do it, right? Mm -hmm. But if it's to go out and spend money on buying clothes, spend money on partying, people will do that instead of, if, you know what, I, let's start donating $5 each month to this cause or each paycheck or something like that to each cause. If everybody comes around and start doing that, it's like little things like that. But like you say, it always comes back to trust. Yeah, I think you know? the main problem is the trust. Because everybody donating money, they'll be like, where is my money going? Because even a few years ago, when the hurricane hit Haiti, okay, yeah. they raised up like millions, millions, billions of dollars, millions of dollars for the Red Cross. But look at Haiti these days. Mm -hmm. And the CEO, they, the money like went up three, four, four times. Like they just packed the money. So stuff like that, people just think about it like, is it really going towards the cause? Yeah. Or am I just giving them money so, they can, so the organization can actually just pack it? You know, especially for African. Yeah, especially African organization. Like you really think that, oh, you really believe they're gonna, you know, actually but put that money towards it. Going back to that, don't you think we need someone that's trustworthy though, to be the head of a project? You know. Yeah, not, that's what I'm saying. Like, know, head of organization. Mm -hmm. So you tell me right now. If well, so that's so that's two approach though. You can have an organization that is already repeatable, mm -hmm. yeah. that people know, we know right. they actually get it done yeah. on the international level, they were respected and everything. Okay. So for those, they, they're already credible, you know exactly. what I mean? So they, we know that, okay, so when we give them money, they're actually doing it, right? Yeah. But let's say that you, uh, you and you know, the friends, the guys just want to start a non-profit organization, mm -hmm. want to do something back home. Then it make it harder for other people to donate to that organization because they're like, well, I don't know if he's actually going to use that money to actually do what he's saying that he's going to do. That's true. You know what I mean? And especially as in African, we're like, oh, whoa, 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 no, I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's, 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 sad, it's sad to think about, think about it. We prefer giving money to 
other people to actually get the job done. Then then us, yeah, there are own people doing yeah, it. Right? Yeah, exactly. It, you know, it's funny to think. Not funny, but it's just unfortunate. That mentality. Yeah, right? that, that mentality. mentality. That mentality. Um, Giving to someone that's a different skin color. Than yes, it's, yeah. because we feel like they or I should get it done. Mm-hmm. But back to your first question, though, I wanted to comment on that. Most people that actually donate, they're passionate about what they actually. Passionate about the, the cause, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So, um, so we talked about us African now willing to donate. I feel, I feel that we it depends on the cause. If you wanna, if you feel like you wanna help people back home, just basic human needs like you know schools mm-hmm. supplies, uh, you know soap whatever you know for the kids, yeah. things like that. People are passionate about those to- those, those topic, mm-hmm. those cause and easy to donate but you're talking about building like a school or like a hospital sometimes like, oh, that's, that, a that's a big that's a big that's project. like a 20 yeah. year project that's a 10 year they want to the, they want to the impact like right there mm-hmm. you know what I mean? that's one thing that i read i noticed mm-hmm. uh, among among us yeah sure. we need to do more we need to do yeah. more yeah. instead of just yeah, having just events more. and partying yeah, because people back home do look at us and be like, man, they have it going on easy over there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they so they get, the wrong, they get the wrong idea, right? Yeah. They get the wrong idea. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Papi, you got anything to add? Uh, no, I think you guys said it all. <laughs> it, has to, it has to do with, like, trust. You know? trust, okay. And then even, like, an organization like, you know, the Red Cross, mm-hmm. also sometimes people don't, when that, uh, that hurricane happened in mm-hmm. Houston, yeah. people were saying, do not done into the, the yeah. Red Cross. Yeah. Because yeah. of things that happened in yeah. the 80s, yeah. exactly. all yeah. over the world. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's just, like, I don't know. It's just, it's big, like, if an organization have a project that is that they're already working on, mm-hmm. it's easier to just, like, you know, just yeah. give them money and then yeah. just go with it. That's the only thing you can do. Do you think we can get to a point where we can trust our own people to actually get a job done? Well, the thing is, our own people always deceive us. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. Like, every time you, if somebody come up with a great idea, you'd be like, oh my God, this is so good. Okay, we're going to donate money. Okay, you donate money. Next thing you know, the guy's building his own house. <laughs> instead of using the money. Instead, instead, <laughs> I mean, exactly, instead, instead of using the money to, like, to do whatever, like... To do like whatever he, he, he like he promised to do, he's <laughs> building a new house, buying a new car. Okay, he, so where's that money coming from? This is this is the answer. I mean, it must it must come up funny, but you guys know what I'm talking it's, about. It's true, it's true. So, yeah, we need like people that are credible, yeah. and then usually the people that are credible are people that like you know that are in the diaspora, like you know people that live like you know. There was like France or United States. Yeah. I'm not saying those people, those people don't need money, but like they came to like a different country and then yeah. they've like adopted their mindset. Yeah. So like you know, when people give you money, it's just just like go ahead and just use it. Yeah. You gotta you know at least like spend some of that money towards like whatever idea you came up with. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So at the end of the day, it comes down to credibility. Yes. Yeah. And trust, right? Trust. Yeah. All right. That's the main part. What do you got next? What do you got what next? I got next. So. We're talking about doing events like this here. Do you guys believe if, if we, you know, start doing, you know, festivals like that back home, would it unify our people? By unify, elaborate on that, what do you unify, mean? Unify, like, mm-hmm. as a continent, you know, do you think okay. we can come together as one and become one Africa, or do you guys think there's still going to be that, you know, um, diversity or... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Division. Division. Well, or are we still going to be divided? There's going to be that yes, division. Yes, my take on it. Like, 
um, if we had a festival like that, right? Mm -hmm. And then let's say, for example, it's, it's in a country, it's, a, it's in a country, and then like all those people are providing, like you know, sponsorship and all that. So it's always it's already like an imbalance, because they're gonna be like, oh, we are the one like you know, sponsoring everything, so we're gonna pull our people first, yeah. and then like where we'll come out. I mean, it, just just how we think as African, like. You're gonna be like, oh, we are the one sponsoring, so like we can put up whatever we want. Mm -hmm. It won't be as genuine as like doing it here in the state when you're trying to have everybody, everybody on like on the same level. Mm -hmm. And then when you come as a vendor or like you want to do a dance, that's up to you. Yeah. But back home is always gonna have that mentality that okay, I'm put, I'm giving up all the money, mm -hmm. so this is me that's so, you know control anything. That's a good yeah. one. I didn't think about that. So for example, if we do like a festival like that in Togo. The staff members are gonna be Togolese. Exactly. Uh, the, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah okay. So like everybody coming from like outside, they're gonna right. feel like, oh, okay. we, you know, wh why would they treating us like this? Yeah. Or something like that. But we, we can change that mentality. Right. We can always change that, but that's how it's gonna come out first. Mm. But that's the goal, though. The that's the goal to unify together, right? To unify together, not treat your neighbor country as if they're foreigners. Yeah. Right. You know, in our own country. Well, but I mean, if there's a festival like that in 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 back home mm -hmm. i mean as long as they when they organize it they bring everybody involved i think it will be all right so yeah. so so let's say we have about seven or i don't know like 10 countries involved mm -hmm. right so they need to know who's going to be the performer who's going to mm -hmm. be they need to actually plan it out not just make it seem as you know this is we're doing this in togo or yeah Ghana. so so 75 percent of the performer you know yeah gonna be Ghanaian, you know what i mean well, i mean I <laughs> here's, here's one thing I don't mean to come off like negative but like if you're doing something in your country right, right. especially in Africa you're doing something in your country mm -hmm. so that means like more group from your country is going to come out yeah. because right. other countries going to maybe they have problem with like you know coming to the actual country so, and then like performing so, so, so it's always going to have like the, the, the host is going to have like a, a huge impact on the show yeah. which is not all like like negative but the host always gonna have like a, you know, power over right. like every other country and right. stuff like that. So, so to Jack point though, do you guys think it might be a better idea to have it? Okay, let's say in West Africa we come together and then we decide. Okay, this year we are going to have the show yep. in Togo, mm -hmm. and then next year mm -hmm. it's gonna be in like Ghana. Yeah. yeah, Do you think it might be better than if we do it that way? Or yes. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The less people, the I mean, less country. You'll be more likely to organize it better. So yeah. you want to organize as West yeah. Africa do their things separately than East yeah. Africa. Okay. It'll be more collaborative. That's true. Because if you got people from the East and then yeah. coming to the West, then yeah. it's gonna be. Yeah, that's a know, huge cultural yeah. difference there. Yeah, that's true. So back to JJ's question though, how do you, why do you guys think that we have that mentality that like okay, so we don't like each other. I have to be better than you. Especially back home, because I feel like a lot of us, obviously, that live here, we we learn the culture here. Yeah. We 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 got used to how things yeah. go, and we we, we see each other as one. We see each other as one. We know that you know. It's, I mean, you see, that's that's at the root of this country, though. You know what I mean? Like they have been unified since like when, like seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Right? United, United, you stand yeah. divided, you fall. Exactly, but in Africa, it's like I mean. Mr. K right there in the corner is also struggling. He has his own problem, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then Mr. X, <laughs> that corner right there also has his own problem. So, 
I mean, it's gonna be hard to convince Mr. K to come and work with Mr. X. You know what I mean? Because I don't know. I, that's, that's the thing. Mr. K. Yeah. Because I mean, we all have our own problem and yeah. our own issues to deal with. So it's always going to be hard, like to do stuff like that back home. I mean, that's my personal opinion. But I think over time uh, we can overcome that. And one way we can do it, I strongly believe, is through like education. You mm-hmm. can you can see that people that are more educated. Like tend to, I mean, they they have a different vision mm-hmm. of different the approach, world. Yeah, yeah, approach, yeah. yeah their, so. their way of thinking and mentality is different. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I read something. Was it last week or two weeks ago? <laughs> he was saying, I was like, okay, white people, if one person makes it, the other person will try to do a better job and compete with them. Mm-hmm. But Asians, if one person makes it. The other person will be like, okay, I'm going to copy my brother so I can make it too. But Africans, <laughs> black people, if one person makes it, like you, the brother, you'll be like, nah, uh-uh, hell no. I'm going to put everything in my power to make sure, sure he doesn't go far yeah. so he's still beneath me. Wow. Yeah. That's the way, that's our philosophy. That's the way we think. You know what I mean? It's true. And I thought it was, it was true. That's it was right on point. Brother, yeah, he's brother, brother. I, I know his stories in Togo. Like Philip, like there was this one tutor that stu- that used to tutor my brothers back home. That kid, he was extremely smart. Okay, he got a scholarship to go out of the country to go study in Europe. That same week, he passed away. Vudugwa. Mm. Mm. That same week, but that kid, like if he makes it, obviously the whole family is gonna make it. Yeah. But the thing, like it's usually a family member yeah. that always, you know, put yeah. a stop to that. So our mentality, I don't know how we're going to change that. Is there any way we can change that? The only way to change that, I believe, is like... Through education? Not only education. education, You have some people, like, problems that's going on in Togo right now. If you go to Togo, they don't think there's a problem going on. (laughs) Because, you know, they're always living there. Everything is casual. Everything is business as usual. But if you step out, out of that condition... And you look from far, like how we doing it right now. We moved out of the country. Now we're seeing how everything is going. Then our mentality changed. Mm-hmm. So not just education, but I think people maybe should step out in the, from their comfort zone mm-hmm. just to see everything from a different angle. Yeah. That helps a lot because I believe traveling and education are yeah, the key. Does. But not just education, because Africans, they are freaking educated. Yeah, yeah. Like, you cannot tell me that yeah. like, they are edu- not educated. We all go to school. We they're, they're, it's they're it's ed- about changing the curriculum. They're educated. Yeah. They're educated. You have to step out. Yeah. But are they getting the proper information? Right, that too. You know what I mean? Yeah. The thing is, are they getting the proper information? They, no. They can't. No. They, no. They well, the, there's no way they know they're not getting the proper information unless they step, stepped out of the mm-hmm. comfort zone. Well, okay, what about you know the people what I mean? that don't have the opportunity to step out? How can we inform them? You know, what's going on? That's a good question. Right? Uh, let me yeah. tell you something real quick. When I was back when I was in Togo, right? When I was in Togo, I didn't even know like as much about the country when I stepped out of it. When I stepped out of Togo and then reading the news online on those websites, learn. I learned more than yeah. I was in Togo, I didn't even know what was going on. That's exactly what they all are doing That's right it. now. They don't know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, we don't know. We, people are living there in Lome. You're going to tell them, oh, this is happening. And we're like, oh, really? I didn't yeah, know about so it. We know the news before they do. Man, they do. Yeah, we take Well, like you say, it's like business as usual. So. Yeah, they don't know anything. See, know? It's the problem. Do they care? They don't know. I, mean, I, think, I think some people care, though. 
So are you saying that our people are, is they, they're oppressed and are they like mentally enslaved then? That at the point they don't really care. They're like, okay, you know, this is our life. We're just going about our business and trying to, you know, make our two cents, trying to make our ends meet. I don't know. I think, I think some people care. And I think some people, uh, a lot of people do. are hustling. Yeah. They, yeah. They're trying to make they, it up. Yeah. They're trying to make it up. They're hustling. They're trying to better their lives. I mean, but it's hard because it don't have like those opportunities as other people do or mm-hmm. that the average American, I, I would say, have here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and one, go ahead. I, I, and I, I mean, I'm pretty sure like if we had those same opportunities back home, I think we would have a different mentality because you can see like, like African countries that are developing right now that are growing like uh, economically or like on different level. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can see they have different mentality. Like they know how to go get it, you know, they, they are good getters, like, they know if they do this, they can, like, if they go through this, they can get to the final okay. the, uh, point, but, like, in Togo, people are like, okay, even if I try, I know that it's always going to be this way for me, mm-hmm. but, I don't know, I, I, but they still, they still try, they still try, so. uh, we got, we got Erica here, who left a comment, she said, People who know the impact that working together can uh, can have as opposed to tearing each other down should act as examples and promote it. Society still tends to be very monkey see, monkey do. Very that's true. A good point. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good point, Erica. Thank you, Erica. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, when it comes to when it comes to working as a team, though, mm-hmm. obviously, um, us that live outside of the the comfort zone, mm-hmm. you know, living in America, Europe, whatever, we learn how to do it, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess my question is, how can we help the new guys that are coming here um, and get them acclimated as fast as possible so they know the way of doing things? Or should we just let them explore and find out by themselves? No, uh, I, don't think, I don't think we should let them explore because like here, like, in America, everything is like fast. Yes. Because like sometimes if you miss something, mm-hmm. You won't get it yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. By the time, by, by, before you recover, it's mm-hmm. going to take too long. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think it would be a good idea if somebody comes here to the state, right? It's going to study. Mm-hmm. It would be nice to have somebody get and go to me, like, okay, what are you trying to study? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's say, for example, you say business. Okay, here are your options. Look at, like, the normal people that need business. And then look at, like, the, the like, you know, employment rate and all mm-hmm. that. All that. Mm-hmm. So that you get motivated. It's like, okay, I'm doing this. What's the outcome of it? Like, also gotta know why he wanna exactly, do Exactly, why maybe, he wanna do Maybe dad told him to do business. Exactly. <laughs> so Bobby, back to what you back to what you were saying here. Messan was talk and I wanna refer back to what Messan said that, you know, he read something that they say African, you know, somebody's doing something, I'm gonna make sure he doesn't reach that far because I'm gonna do better mm-hmm. than him. Yeah. And that's that may go back to that point. So if somebody comes, that person's starting fresh. So do you honestly really think people actually want to help that person get far? Even even their own family members don't want to see them go that far, even here in America. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Even their own family. So we always talk about changes, but I honestly think changes start with the man in the mirror, right? Always. If we don't change ourselves and change our mentality, I mean, we can sit up here and talk about all these things, but mm-hmm. if we don't honestly change ourselves, how can we want to change other people? How can we, you know, create a foundation that when people come, we could be like, all right, guys, this is what's going to, you know, this, this is the way to, you know, go on about it. You know what I'm saying? This is the way to go on about it. I think we just gotta 
so for example every every city every state have i feel like they have a community community exactly and you know in nebraska we have a big togolese community mm-hmm. here um but we don't have that we don't have those that bonding right that well yeah there's some type of bonding but we don't have those like big mentors that like people yeah. look up to yeah. yeah you know what i mean well, i mean we do have like you said bonding but i feel like most of the time it's just like party and things like that it's mm-hmm. mostly to party to party right no, it's, it's, it's mostly yeah. to party and I'm, i mean i didn't mean to cut you off but no, there is a you know other africans they have their own communities like sudanese communities you mm-hmm. know working at a bank there is life that comes to the bank and they have you know sudanese communities mm-hmm. somebody die right now you'll see everybody come deposit money in their account right mm-hmm. they're gonna you know pitch in help bury that person mm-hmm. you know why don't we have something like you're talking about why mm-hmm. don't we have something yeah. like that you know where somebody comes you can be like all right guys this is the new guy in town this is the way to go about it, blah, blah, blah. You know, you know, start like small fraternity, you know, something like that. That would be a great idea. Yeah, go ahead, I think it's, it, it, it kind of goes back to the trust mm-hmm. issues that we were talking mm-hmm. about earlier, right? Let's say, like, some guy, like, just kind of like, okay, sent out, like, a message to every Togolese living here in Omaha that, okay, I'm going to be the leader of search and search. <laughs> A group or whatever, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then my goal is to help out, like, mm-hmm. uh, new Togolese or new, yeah, new Togolese coming to Omaha that is, who are trying to integrate uh, within the society. Um, that, and then uh, to do this, though, we all need kind of like to give us something, mm-hmm. like, to have that brother or that sister coming, like, uh, at least for the first six months. Mm-hmm. To have them sit- situated, like, get them an apartment, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, from each one of you, I would need like twenty or fifty dollars. Like just that's just twenty dollars or ten dollars. Do you think there might be like, oh, I don't know, how many people do you guys think would be like, oh, okay, sure, let me give you uh, 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 my ten dollars service? I don't think, I don't think. Well, there's <laughs> well, so when it comes to money, you yeah. know. Then people are gonna be like, oh, come on, exactly. We don't want to like pay yeah. for. But, which well, which I totally well, understand. Okay, so, yeah. so one thing though. One thing I gotta add to that, we don't necessarily have to come up with the money ourselves, because America. One thing I love about this country, they're willing to help, because the most of those organizations, like like you mentioned, the Sudanese community mm-hmm. and other communities, what they do, they actually just uh, request a grant, and the state usually actually get it approved for them, because those community, all most of them are refugees. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you, they are not loaded. So most of the money that comes to them mm-hmm. is usually grant money. Okay. So if we have like um, a Togolese society, and I'm hundred percent sure we are well educated enough to write a grant, you know, mm-hmm. how to write a grant paper yeah. for the a proposal for the mm-hmm. state, mm-hmm. and we can get that funded. And obviously now, the problem now comes down to the trust. Whoever's gonna lead exactly that community, exactly. we have to know exactly how he's allocating all the funds yes. at the end of the year. His intention, everything. His intention, everything. Yeah. If we have to be members, we have to get, and, I don't know, monthly newsletter or some type of, you know, just to keep us posted. So see, that's the thing. So I've, so that's why you have to build credit. It's a, it's all about credibility. Mm-hmm. If I know you and I know for a fact that you care for this new person that is coming in. And then you, your intentions are good. You're really willing to help that person out. And we have a grant. I, I know you're going to do the right thing for that person, right? But if I don't trust you or I don't know you like that, you just... It might be hard. It, yeah, on your resume, you show your resume, you, you know, you, you show that you did some work in the mm-hmm. past. That don't mean anything to no. me. 
I mean, it's it's good that you did that, but it's hard for people to actually like give in and actually you know support hundred percent. But we gotta start somewhere. Yeah, though. we have to start somewhere. I mean, because and another thing is commitment. Yeah, yeah. here we are so yeah. busy. Yeah, your you know your family, school, work. work. Yeah. You are so busy. So it's commitment. You gotta be committed. Um, yeah, I have a quote here that I want to share with you guys. You know that. I read earlier it says um there is something about money that ensures that the way it is spent is consistent with the attention of its source mm-hmm. this is why people are more likely to spend you know to spend on things that will tear them down rather than lift them up mm-hmm. and why people tend to not donate mm-hmm. you know? so it says to get someone to pay for you know two dollars for music on itunes requires suggestion and a, a degree of mind control you know to get someone to donate two dollars for a worthy cause requires faith and a lot of prayers. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> and that was kind of like what we were talking about, yeah. right? A lot of prayers. Yeah. <laughs> that's good, good, good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, What's the next topic? I think we're going to end on that topic. Mm-hmm. You know, so, hey, guys, if you guys want to join in, make sure you guys call us. You yeah. know, 531-600-8733, or, you know, leave a comment on the IG Live and we'll respond back to you. So the next topic we want to talk about, you know, which is a really big topic, is uh, parental pressure here in the U.S., mm-hmm. you know, and back home. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah. Our ca- cameraman is smiling. Our, ca- our cameraman is smiling, you know. You feeling the pressure? <laughs> you know, por- por- parental pressure. You know, one thing I want to focus on first is, do you guys feel there's more pressure... On um, women more, you know, than guys or our parents. Oh, obviously, yeah. obviously, yeah. Okay, that's that's no debate. I feel like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. In Africa, dad and mom don't see the difference between daughter and son. They want the same. <laughs> well, they have the same pressure oh, on both. No, the thing is, you know, when you say pressure, you mean pressure to do like do good, uh, like to, or to school, do, to or to do good in life, and just the way is just the way like they raise their their kids. Yeah, what is what is one thing? First of all, here's what I think is going on: parents who fell, who wanted to be something, and fell at that, will push the kids to become that. So they're trying to live. Okay. They're trying to live their dream to their kids. Yeah, they want to try to live the dream <laughs> to their kids. I, they wanted to be a doctor. Obviously, they didn't do it. Now they will force the kid to be a doctor. Or they want to be a soccer player. They didn't do it. They'll force the kid to become a soccer player. That's one thing. That's one thing I, I noticed. And now, when you mention, like, the pressure is more on women than men, I totally think it's on more on women. Because one thing is, like, women, they were taught, like, you cannot do better than men. Men. You know? Because, like, first of all, I'll tell the truth. Some guys, we are very intimidated when the woman is doing better than us. <laughs> you know, it's hard to approach you if you are doing better than us. You know, so I feel like women have that pressure that like, she will lower my standard so, so I can be with this so person. I, let, me, let, let me, I let, think let, that let, goes on in them. Okay, but, but Mesa, I feel like that pressure is the pressure on themselves, though. If you're talking about parent pressure, I feel like guys back home have more pressure then from the parents let, let me let me okay. let me tell you why maybe maybe i'm wrong but let me tell you why so back home for example if you think about it a while ago 
they didn't really care if women get their education. They didn't mm. even care if they go to school. And, uh, for them, it was just waff material. Yeah. You stay home, cook, cook clean, waff material. Yeah. That's it. You know what I mean? So there was no pressure. There was little pressure. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, man, I mean, this, I mean, this smart. So they started going to school, started doing better than a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. And they put that pressure on themselves, like, listen, man, like, I'm gonna, I'm a, not only that I'm a minority because I'm black, I'm a minority because I'm, I'm the female. So I'm gonna try to prove a point, you know what I mean? So that's, that's a different type of pressure. But I feel like JJ's question, though, was like parent pressure. I don't think that parent was really, parent back home really pushed, like, uh, females to actually, like, you have to be a daughter, you have to do this. Guys, though, you have to work at a bank. You have to work in an office. You have to do this. You have to do better than me. You have to do this because you got to buy a car. You have to do... I mean, it's just... The culture is different. No, I... I agree. I agree to a certain point. But it's a different type of pressure on women, though. I mean, right. That's what I wanted to clarify. What type of pressure? Because parental pressure is different than... One thing, okay, one thing, parents, like women growing up, you're not supposed to date until you are 75. If you're a woman, you know what I mean? That, that already right there is a pressure. That's yeah. a good question. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And then once you turn 20, who's, where's your husband? You know? Yeah, exactly. but you never you know had a date. date but yeah, you're not allowed to date. That's a personal opinion. I think the pressure is the same on both. Most and maybe women, I don't know, they might have a little bit more pressure than we has been do because mm-hmm. back home we know that us guys i mean we know everything that that has eventually is gonna be us you know what i mean so whether we like it or not but women it's it's, it's different it's different they are going to get married to someone else you know what i mean mm-hmm. i don't know that's my personal opinion yeah, about yeah. this Can you want me to add something yeah. real quick i i'll i agree with fatu saying that men had more pressure just because, like, as the you know, the man of the house, you're supposed to provide everything. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. Right. So your 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 your, your dad and your mom they're trying to get you ready for that, yeah. and then they're gonna put like all the pressure they can yeah. to get you ready. Mm-hmm. And then second thing is all about their name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When the parents are talking, they're gonna be like, "Oh, my son is a doctor. Mm-hmm. My son is a lawyer. Mm-hmm. It's a pride for them. Yes. It's not only about you being like a. That's you know, what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it's the parents gonna be like, "Oh." Every time he goes somewhere, he's like, you, you know my son? Yeah. He's a, he's a doctor. He works here. He makes good money. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's going to brag about it. Yes. So, it's more about bragging, right, mm-hmm. than anything else. Yes. And you're going to get married. You're going to start a family. Yeah. You got to have some money. I mean, that's, that. that's a good point. So, that's what I meant by that. Like, that's what I meant by, like, that's the type of pressure that a lot of guys feel back home mm-hmm. uh, compared to ladies. They, um, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they're not feeling any type of pressure. I'm just saying, like, back home, that pressure is a little bit different because guys... Or parenting, this is what you gotta do. Yeah, what you gotta yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let, me, let me add a little story real quick. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I graduated from high school back home, and then like my mom walked up to me and then she was like, You know, you know, you can go to like uh, med school in Senegal, right? Or Morocco, whatever. And then like she came up to me and then she was like, So what do you want to do? But she knew like in the back of her mind that she wanted me to go to med school, right? And then I told my mom, like, you know what? I'm trying to be a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> I was just joking, right? I told my mom, I want to be a DJ. And then, like, she just stopped. She stopped, she didn't say anything, she left the room. She didn't talk to me for that whole day. Because she's like, really? 
I'm gonna put you through school, and then you graduated from high school, and then you wanna be a DJ. Right. I'm not gonna go outside and people gonna be like, oh, you're so graduated. What's he doing? Oh, he's a DJ. I have privilege or whatever. You see that? So like, they always have that mentality, which is good. Your parents want the good for you, but sometimes there's too much pressure. Let the kid do whatever they want to do, but like support them. Yeah, yeah. Support your kids. Yeah, that's Support the dream. Yeah. So are you? So do you guys think that? So do you guys think you know a lot of parents are failing their kids because they're putting too much pressure on them to become something? Just, oh yes. Just Pause just until so, we get back on. Uh, are we back on? Yeah, we're back on. Are we back on live? We back on live? No. Uh, yeah. Wanna take a quick break or yeah, let's take a quick nah, break. Nah, let's keep it going. Cause oh, we're, still, we're still on YouTube. Okay. You can go back, you can start another one. Sorry. Technical difficulties. Yeah, Technical difficulties, difficulties, man. Again, feel free to call. Our number feel free to call 531-600-8733. Or just leave a comment on we like, to get, we like to get from our yeah. on this topic. Yeah, what do you guys think? Yeah, guys especially think? the ladies. Yes. How you feel about the pressure? <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, so people were saying something on IG before, but I mean, we didn't have time to do Yeah, they were, they were laughing at a, a Messlin comment, 75. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Are we back? We st- we still good on uh on uh YouTube though. I don't know. Sorry about that delay guys. All right, did you? Um, you were saying something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We good. We back. We back. Yeah. Sorry, right, about, sorry about the delay, but like I was saying, so our parents failing their kids, you know, be, because um, they want like probably was like they have that pride thing. Are they failing to raise their kids because they want to live their dreams through their kids because of that parental pressure? I think so. You think they're failing their kids? Yes. Because most of the time, well, the thing is, most of the time, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of kids are passionate about what they really want to do. You know what I'm saying? You can grow up, you can want to, for example, back in the days, you see a lot of people that play soccer. They're passionate about soccer. They play sports. But their parents are like, hey, get your ass in the house. What are you playing soccer for? You have to go to school, 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 Mm -hmm. school, school. You know, I was, you know, I I was watching a documentary on, um, on Amazon. And it was this Nigerian kid. I think it was one of the uh, Nigerian players. It was about how Nigerian team before they went to the World Cup. And this kid, good player, and he said his dad almost broke his leg because his dad didn't want him to play soccer at all. His dad, he would come back, his dad would get a stick and beat him up. You know, his leg beat his, uh, his leg up because his dad didn't want him playing soccer at all. All his dad wanted him to do was go to school, go to school. But the kid was like, you know what? I'm going to go to school, but I'm going to still play soccer. You know? And it was until later where the dad realized, like, hey, you know what? You know his mentality changed. Passion, you know, his, you know, his, that's his passion. You know, I'm going to let him do what my son wants to do as long as he's doing the right things in yeah. life. You know what I mean? Which I feel like a lot of African parents, you know, fail to do. And instead of actually getting closer to the family, you know, to their kids, they're actually pushing them away. Mm. You know, because you see a lot of African kids, they're not 
confident or comfortable enough to go to their parents and talk to them about issues they have going on in their lives. True. And this is not even just about like, you know, school and little things like that. A lot of African kids, they fear their parents. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that too, but the thing, the thing about African parents, though, they strongly believe that education is uh, the key to their kids' success. Like, kind of like what you guys were saying earlier. You either have to be a doctor or a lawyer mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> a banker. A banker. Uh, that, that, a, a, a big office job, right? Yeah. A, or like engineer. Engineer. Engineer, like, yeah. They, because, I don't know, that's, I mean, I remember, like, uh, growing up, like, I'd be like, okay, I'm done studying. Mm-hmm. And I'm done, like, studying. And I want to go do something else. And my dad be like, well, you, can can, you, you can never get done studying. <laughs> yeah, you can never stop studying. <laughs> yeah, you have to go read a book or something. Like, there's that always, like, okay, education, education, education. But at the same time, like, kind of like what you were saying, they, you know, like, uh, as the kid, okay, what is it that you want to really do? Yeah, yeah. with your life. Like, what, what, what are you passionate about? Yeah, but, uh, can I comment on that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing I think is, like, we learn more from experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. Obviously, our parents, they have more experience than us. You know, they live well long before us. Yep. So they don't want their kids to go through their life making like bad decisions. Mm-hmm. All right. So most of them, especially in Togo, they look at you want to play soccer. Okay. What's the probability that you actually going to become a pro? Mm-hmm. It's very low. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we don't have like a soccer academy or something that can actually help you mm-hmm. move to Europe or whatnot. Because a lot of people play soccer in Togo, but what are they doing with it? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of, that the majority of people in Togo knows how to play soccer. But how many people actually make it besides a day by hour? And we can mm-hmm. only count, I can count by hand. Maybe it's yeah. like 10 people that, that actually made, made it yeah. Yeah. in the whole country. That is in Togo. Yeah, I'm talking about, I'm just using Togo as an example. Okay. So, and sometimes kids, well, growing up, yeah, we say we want to become something. We want to do something. But if your parents know that, okay, this is a bad decision, they will tell you right away. But we don't listen. You know what I mean? We as a kid, we just like, no, you don't want us to accomplish our dream or why not. I'm not saying it's wrong on, from the parents' part, mm-hmm. but they just think they're giving us better advice. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's one thing I think of when it comes to that. But again, that parental pressure is still, like I mentioned earlier, most of the parents, they just want the kids to become what they couldn't accomplish. Mm-hmm. That's that's why yeah, I so seriously true, think so is going true. on, especially in Africa. Living their dream yeah. to their kids, right? Living their dream to their kids, and like that's kind of. I mean, not just in Africa though. It's happening here. Too. It happen- yeah, I'll come. But, but the difference is, oh, sorry, the, the difference here is that they do have a lot of opportunities here than we do back, back home. Yeah, and that's why it's coming to But other than that, I think for sure. I mean, African kids. I mean, the pressure is on once you born, man. My first son is gonna be a doctor. Yeah. Second one, yeah. hey. one year, Lord, gonna be a lawyer. Look, I have a daughter myself. I already know what she's gonna do. She doesn't know yet. <laughs> what she gonna be? Oh, he has to be a doctor. Yeah. Right. Be a doctor. Yeah. So we got a comment here from Erica. She said, uh, "I don't think they're necessarily failing their kids." Because their attentions are good, like what you were saying, you know, their attentions mm-hmm. are good. They're, you know, they live long enough. They're giving us advice, but uh, I think it affects their mental health relationship and um, and affects them socially, mm-hmm. you know, which is true. 
like I was saying, a lot of you know kids are actually afraid of talking to their parents yeah. about yeah, about yeah. exactly about issues they have going on in their mm-hmm. personal life. Because it's like you're gonna get old and get to a point where you know, like you were talking about, you're gonna be 25. To, your parents are gonna be, hey, where's your man at? Where's this? Where's this? Right? But a lot of people are actually afraid to bring guys back home to their parents. And a lot of, you know, people are actually afraid to tell their parents, hey, you know what, I'm stressed out. I'm dating. Exactly, I'm dating, you know what, I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm stressed out, you know. And, you know, we do all, we all get stressed out, right? Mm-hmm. We all have, you know, issues, you know, but I feel like a lot of parents think, oh, you know what, get the hell out of here, you don't know anything, you're fine. Yeah. Go, you know what I'm saying? That's so, true. you know, instead of... That's true, though. Let me, let me, get the hell out of my face. <laughs> let, me, let me ask something real quick. Um, we, like... Using the word fail, I think it's too big. Yeah. I mean, sometimes so, I, I, there are some parents out there that are failing their kids, yes. But like, at the end of the day, our parents always want the best for us. They do, they do. They do want the best for us. And then the reason why a parent would say, I don't want you to play soccer, like uh, my son was saying, like, what are your chances of make, being a pro? Mm-hmm. If that kid, you know, that, the dad say, no, I don't want you to play soccer. And then the kid comes up to the dad and say, you know what, dad, I'm going to go to school and I'm going to play soccer. If you give your, your dad like a couple options, he's going to be like, okay, this guy, he loves playing soccer. Okay, which is okay. But you have to go to school. So like in case, you, you know, soccer doesn't work out, you can back out and then yeah. still be something. Just not soccer. Mm-hmm. Even people that are here like, you know, that play MLS and all that, they have at least a high school diploma. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then they can always go back to school and do something. I, I'm. Oh, you want to go? First? Yeah, uh, we have some really nice comments. Uh, yeah, like, comments wanna, here. Yeah, Ayale, um, she said African parents don't believe in mental illness. Which, very true. Which is true. Just, Just true. like you say, go back in the room, man. Yeah. You feel right? What's up with you? Did you eat today? <laughs> <laughs> One thing I'm gonna add. Okay, yeah. this is falling back to the previous topic we said about advice. Mm-hmm. As a parent, one thing. Well, I'm gonna be doing with my kids, and I hope other parents do it as well. Whatever your kids decide to do, like do like a plan, like a financial plan. Mm-hmm. Okay, you say you want to be a DJ or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> like that <laughs> option earlier. You want to be a DJ. Okay, on average, how much do you are you going to make? Okay, you go, eventually you're going to have a family, right? How many kids you're going to have? Mm-hmm. And we're going to have to write, go through your expenses to see if you can actually sustain mm-hmm. a life living as a DJ. Because you cannot, if you're my kids, you cannot just come up to me and say you're gonna study something like sociology uh-huh. or you know some ology mm-hmm. and then <laughs> my first reaction what are you gonna do with that yeah. because let's not be a fool we mm. we are black as a black person you have to do twice the effort to make it out here in america you know what i mean we got a lot of people that are doctors but it's not easy to get there if you're black you have to do twice the effort show them you can do more than the other person so you cannot just come up and be like, okay, yeah, I want to become, like you mentioned, a yeah. soccer player because it's my passion. It's what I want. But what are the chances? So, so you know Mesa, what I mean? Mesa, that's exactly what you say earlier. You talked about, you have to, as a, that's your job. You're doing your daddy duty, right? Yeah. You, do, you have to help your kid differentiate passion and career. Exactly. exactly. And you know Always what? Always have a plan B or something. Yes. You know, passion and career. I mean, every, every 
twelve year old back home wanna be out there by all man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? But what like you say, what are the chances, right? So you're doing your job as a dad to differentiate a uh, passionate career, right. but you also got to show them love and make sure that, hey, you know what? Enjoy what you do, man. If that's what you love doing, just keep playing soccer. It's all good, but yeah. make sure that you go to school too. And yeah. then, you know, mm. just have that, like you, you talk about love, right? Always have that connection yeah. with the kid. Like, yeah, I, felt, I, felt I felt like, like when you come to America and then when you see how like um, parents love their kid, it seems like back home... The parents don't love us, like lack of love. Right? <laughs> well, you know, like I mean, I'm not saying they don't love us, but like it's a different show, show in it. Yeah, it's like you, you come home, like the kids, like they hug their dad, they hug their mom. Yeah. You see all that, you know, that love is just natural. Back home, you, you think you're gonna walk up to your dad and your mom just like I want to hug him. <laughs> you want to hug who? Yeah. <laughs> who do you want to hug? So funny story. Funny story real quick. So when I when I came here, I think two years or three years in, I called my dad one day and I was like, Oh daddy, I love you. I'm a gun girl. I swear, I'll never I'll never forget that. I was just trying to show my emotion, man. I said, Daddy, love you, man. You know, yeah. it, it, it stuck with me because I'm like, back home we don't really say that. I mean, we, we, oh, I love, I love you. Like, yeah, no. uh, you know, but hey, yeah, I guess that's our culture. <laughs> no, it is, it is, right? So, like Papi was saying, you know, it's the lack of love, also, right? Yeah. So parents should be more affectionate, mm-hmm. you know, to their kids. You know, by showing that that you know that you're affectionate, you know, to your kids, I feel like a lot more kids will be more open. Exactly. Be comfortable coming yeah. and talking to you. They're right? kind of like friends over here. Friends, right? Yeah. Exactly. And like, and like what you were talking about, if your kids come to you, be, I want to do this, at least you can sit down with your kid and be like, hey, this is what I think. Have a conversation. Exactly. Yeah, have a conversation, yeah, right? Have a conversation. And just, don't just shut them down right away. Exactly. How many How many parents, like, I played basketball back in Turkey. I played in the league. How many parents would like, be like, oh, I'm going to, you know, just support my kid kids, because yes. he's playing basketball or he's playing soccer? Yeah. No, it's like, what I are mean, you doing? <laughs> I mean, yeah. some parents do, but... I mean, yeah, a few of them do. Hey, but I'm telling you, those few, they have backup money. It's like, I can just let my kid do whatever because I know eventually, you know, but, I had a fortune or but, something. Yeah, but... That was different. First man. option for all African kids right up is education. Education. The second option is education. <laughs> third, third one is education. <laughs> that's your only way out. That's yeah. what I mean. So we got... That's what fell. We got my few one over here since... Christian. Christian, say knowing yourself very well, can each one of you describe who you will be if you are raised by American parents? <laughs> who you will be? Yeah, it says uh, who you will be if you are raised like the way we'll be like, right now. Career, career wise. Uh, I think just like personality, maybe personality. career and like things like that. One thing uh, before I answer that, <laughs> yeah, before I answer that, okay. there's a lot of. <laughs> I gotta say, like growing up in Africa is tough, but I'm. Con- I'm totally glad I grew up yep. in Togo. Yes, I don't think just I just because my education, like, I think the way we grew up, most of the Africans out here, we have different mentalities. Just the way we approach stuff. If if I were to grow up here, mm-hmm. most most likely I would think I'll become an athlete. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. They'd be like, "Oh, look at him. He's big enough. He can play football." <laughs> you know? No, when I was in high school out here, they kept saying that. Like, whatever you go, do you play football? Do you play football? No, mm-hmm. like. Even like even right now, mm-hmm. I go somewhere. I wear a Husker shirt. Mm-hmm. Oh, were you a Husker? No. <laughs> what if you tell him like, oh, I'm just a big guy. Man. I mean, like <laughs> something like that. You just, 
I don't know how to say it, but what I'm going with this is like to answer his question, what was it again? What, <laughs> what would that what would What would you be here? Yeah, there yeah, it is. I would probably try to be an athlete. Yeah. That's what I would try to be. So Hey, to, you should just go out on the table and then everybody yeah. say whatever they want to say. See, you can do uh, uh, I don't know. Man. <laughs> that's that's a really interesting question. I think kind of like going back to what you were saying. It'd be, I mean, growing up in Africa, I mean, it's different. We kind of know like, okay, school, education, it's kind of like how we are. But here, there are so many opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, when kids grow up here, I mean, they have, I mean, once you graduate from high school, you don't necessarily have to go to college, but you can, I mean, you can find a job and support your family. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it is different, but I mean, let's get back to jobs. <laughs> I mean, I've seen. <laughs> I, I can go. Happy <laughs> go, man. I, I mean, for myself, I think I was like very fortunate. With my mom, my mom was like kind of understanding. I was, I mean, I have passion about like sport and all that, but I know yeah. ultimately. The goal is just like to be educated and working, yeah. you know, be office, whatever. I have passion, you know, I play basketball, but my mom never came to like any of my game. And then, I mean, I don't blame her, <laughs> which is okay. But if I were to like grow up in America, I think it would probably be just about the same, but it would probably lean towards being, a, you know, an athlete, yeah. you know, playing soccer or like basketball <laughs> because I play basketball at home. And then yeah. when I was like, you know, ready to move here, people were just like, oh, so you're just going to, you know, keep on like playing basketball, like play for your school or whatever. But when you came here, you were like, the infrastructure this guy have over here, like you know, like just like training and all that, it was it's far superior like what we have back home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't even like compete with people like that play basketball. I was just like, oh shit. Yeah. I like, thought I was good, but when I got here, I was like, no, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm not that good. Yeah. So it'll probably be the same, just about the same. Um, same with me. I mean, if I live here all my life, mm-hmm. I probably think that I can be an athlete yeah. till I get like a reality yeah. check. <laughs> <laughs> because those are the people that you'll be re- relating to. Right, right, right. Those right. are the people that we see on TV. Yeah, like, right. oh, black men athletes, yeah. making all that. Exactly. Rappers, yeah. rappers, exactly, rappers, exactly. Rappers, yeah. yeah, that's that's the thing. Yeah, you, yeah you, you look up to them. But yeah, I'm fortunate enough to have a really cool relationship with my dad. So uh, he, he is my mentor. He, so I was able to, I'm able to go to him anytime and say, okay, what do you think about this? Uh, he he didn't force education to me, um, so I I don't think I don't think that would change. Yeah. Living here, um, uh, growing up here, I don't think that would change really. So, but I'm I I want to say that I'm fortunate and I'm really really excited and I love the fact that we have both world. Yeah. We get to see what's going on back home and we know what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's a it's a plus that we have. Yeah. Man, me. I don't know, cause <laughs> I grew up here, so just like you were saying, when I was growing up, like I wanted to be a basketball player. Yeah. I used to go to the basketball court, wear the headband, wear the jerseys. I Iverson, yeah, you know. <laughs> I used to record myself singing, you know, when I was young. I wanted to be Fifty Cent, you know, <laughs> rapping. I, I had, yeah, I had the grill. I had all those things. But like you said, yeah, you know, you know, things like that. And um, I was, I was passionate about sports, also. We got a call? We got a call. We got a call. Um, hello? Mr. D, what's up? What's up, man? I'm going to phone. Alez, Jose, Alez. What's up, man? Thank you for... Thank you for the call. Hey, Jordi Nami. Merci pour l'appel. Yeah, 
Merci, merci là-bas. Les les commentaires là-bas. Les commentaires là-bas. Les commentaires les okay. Not, not that serious. So you, when, you don't have a future. You don't have a future. So yeah. when you have a, a, you have your 15 year old that come and tell you that hey, I want to be a rapper. I mean, yeah. your first thought is like, oh no, 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 no. Right, what uh, we, we, got, we got enough rappers, man. Yeah. <laughs> if my son were to come to me and say, I didn't want to be a rapper, no, yeah. we had enough rappers. We need more, rappers. <laughs> we need more doctors and lawyers, right? <laughs> I no doctor ever, but we don't need any more rappers. <laughs> That's enough for me, dog. But I do. So the questions that I, I was asked, I mean, me growing up, I always wanted to be like a doctor, like back home. And I was really like, being a doctor, I, I was okay. Like, the, I mean, I, that's, that's all my passion. Like, since I was like 12 or 13, like, I, I mean, I just wanted to be a doctor. But I, when I came here, Don't mean to cut you off, but we oh, actually, yeah, we, we got, got a call. We got yeah. a call. Uh, welcome to our live show. Hello, Christian, Lima. Merci pour la paix, merci pour le commentaire. We don't give enough credit to who? African parents. Elaborate. Elaborate. I feel like we did, but elaborate. Okay. I feel like if they were not as tough as they were with me, I wouldn't be where I am today. I'll be maybe lost somewhere. Okay, that's true. And looking at the black uh, community or the black population in the U.S., mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like their parents, if they were tough as our parents were, mm-hmm. would have many, um, like more African Americans going to school and having their degrees and so on. I okay. feel like this, uh, they put that in, in our mind over we were, we were taught mm. that success comes to hard work. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, and on the other side here, it's like just try relevant and it will be fine. It's like when we, even when we go to school, you guys intensify that. Mm-hmm. Uh, school works back home, how they want to upgrade here. Uh, in Africa, it's different. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So 
you you have to hard work, and we were used to that. That's why when we come, you work as hard as uh, we do it. Okay. For JJ, example, and I agree, JJ said he's going to be the same as he is right now. But if he has African parents that that are behind him, I think that's a good point. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah, we're saying that we're gonna be the same because we are the same parent gonna raise us here. So yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but if you guys were raised uh, by American parents, I feel like you and Nathan will be in the same gang. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, what what, what you mean, man? Really? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I thought the question was like, if you were born here, right? Uh, if you grew up here. Right? I guess, I guess we, we misunderstood your question. We, 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 yeah, we, we misunderstood your question because we, we didn't think about like, that's, it's hard for us to envision us being raised by American parents because yeah. we don't have American parents. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying though. Okay. Uh, is he trying to say uh, that? Appreciate, appreciate the call. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate the call. All right, guys. Um, I think we should you know, be running short on time. Yeah. We ran over a little bit. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Is there anything? Uh, any any, any uh, comment? Anything out there? Well, next show is gonna be Sunday. Yep, Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Sunday. Right. Yep, Sunday, Sunday five right. o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, just a quick reminder: if you have a business you want to promote, if you have like an event, something going on in your city, you want us to talk about it, just let send us. us know, let yeah. us know. It's free, free of charge. Um, if there's a specific topic uh, that you want us to talk about, just let us know and then we'll put that in our agenda, okay? Yeah. All right, guys. All right. Thank you guys uh, for tuning in. Alas. Alas on three. One, two, three. Sponsored by nobody. Yes, 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 yes. All right, guys. <laughs>